Welcome to Nine Bob Note with Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nine Bob Note. I'm Paul. And I'm Ken. Good afternoon. Hello there. <laughs> what have you got for us this time? Neighbours. Neighbours. Everybody needs good neighbours. I feel like I should be pulling the tissues out at this point. (laughs) Yes, for our international listener, the (laughs) Neighbours is a um, an Australian soap opera, uh, which has been broadcast over here in the UK for coming up to forty years, Mm. and. As such, it formed quite a large part of most of our childhoods mm-hmm. and uh, student times. Uh, and the it was announced this week that the UK channel, Channel 5, which broadcasts at the moment, is no longer going to be broadcasting it. And as they pretty much entirely pay for its production, it's looking like it's going to be the end of the road yeah. for neighbours. I hardly know where to begin on this. <laughs> now, I say this from the position of not having watched it for probably 30 of those 40 years. It's a bit like church. (laughs) Nobody really goes to church anymore, but you feel better because they're still active, even though you don't personally. (laughs) Uh, Neighbours is one of those things. It's a bit of a sad story, really. It's been the case for quite a number of years now that the UK has basically kept Neighbours alive because it's been more popular in the UK than Australia for... A long time, probably <laughs> most of the run, to be honest. I would think so, yeah. So to find now that it's coming to an end, and you, you see, I still look back and I I, I was the Scott and Charlene era <laughs> and Madge and Harold and Helen and Jim and Clive. Those were my characters. So I'm familiar with some of them that are, because some of them pop back in. Stephen Dennis is back. Yeah. Clive's back. <laughs> yeah. Good grief. And... There's just something a bit... Every now and again, I'll dip in and see. The sets, Mm. although they're updated and everything's a little bit more stylized now, the sets are recognisably the houses that they used to be. It's not like they've massively changed them. Yeah, you still feel like you could walk onto that set and know... Which house it was. Yeah, and which which drawer the spoons and knives were in. Oh, dear. Very sad. And one of the things that I've noticed, though, and I don't know whether it's just because... A lot of the people I follow on Twitter watch Neighbours. But there's been a huge response to it. There's campaigns. It's been on all of the national news station mm. you know, programmes over here this week. There are petitions launched to save it. People are writing to TV companies saying, please, please pick this up. And it is, I'm, I'm very much like you. I haven't watched it for years and years, okay? apart from, the, you know, the occasion of mm. 25th anniversary <laughs> special or whatever. I did dip into that myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's an awful lot of people who do still watch it. It's one of Channel 5's most watched shows. It gets audiences of a million and a half every day, which for Channel 5... Channel 5 is bloody good. Yes. Yeah, especially considering that 90% of the rest of their output is traffic cops. <laughs> and it's just a bit sad. I do like the excuse that's been given that they want to, to use the money to create original drama. You're Channel 5, love. What are you going to create, the original drama? It's going to be this a similar sort of soap, but in England, yeah. where the weather's shit. I mean, <laughs> come on. If you've got a programme 
Even if you don't watch, I mean, I, I never watched X Factor, but millions of people loved X Factor and they were sad when it came to an end. Yeah. You know, I, I felt for them, even though I didn't watch it. To put it in context, one and a half million a day, Doctor Who's viewing figures now are only above three million. And that's a, a flagship BBC programme. Yeah. If you've got one and a half million people a day who really want to watch it, and I imagine it's fairly cheap. I can't imagine that it costs a fortune to make Neighbours. No, because as you say, the, the sets are all there. <laughs> no offence to the acting talent, but I can't imagine that they're getting paid a huge amount to be to be in it. I wouldn't um, have thought so. I mean, you've got people like, because the Kennedys were still in it, weren't they? The yeah. Doctor, yeah. Well, they've been in it since before it started. So <laughs> <laughs> they're probably on the, on the top grade. And mm. did Des come back? I'm sure I, I saw might be right. with, with, a, with a little goatee beard. Quite possibly, mm. yeah. I, do. Uh, I know that Jane, playing Jane the Super Brain, is back. She's and Melanie, didn't and Melanie? Melanie's back, yeah. So, And I never saw any of those. I, I saw the, <laughs> the news story about it. I thought, I really should dip in. And like a lot of things, I've not found the time. Mm. But we cut our teeth on this. I mean, at the time it was on, it used to be on at lunchtimes. Yeah. And it was, I think... At the time, Michael Grade was chairman of the BBC, mm. a much beloved figure. <laughs> but his daughter had said that she wanted it on at tea time because she'd seen it while she was off school or something, yeah. and it was brilliant. So it was moved to a tea time slot, and of course, boom, it was a, a huge success. It was on at 25 to 6, Monday to Friday, and I'm sure you, like I was, glued to it. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, coming up to maybe not so much, I don't know, I have no idea, but certainly the, the girls uh, coming up and going through puberty, there were some very beautiful women in it. And uh, I'm sure there's some very handsome men in it as well, for those who are questioning themselves. But <laughs> that was my awakening. I can still remember the day when, because we were at one point, at that point, we were 18 months behind Australia. Mm, yeah. And Kylie Minogue was in it, but then she appeared on top of the pops, which meant... Yes. She was coming out of it, and I was gutted. <laughs> so we're all waiting for the day when she was. And I always hated it when somebody left. Like when Daphne died, she was one of my favourite characters. She went. That was horrible. I can I can remember that episode. Yeah. So well, where Des drives past and there's been an accident, and he just stops and he gets out and because he, he knows. Mm. And Helen Daniels would say, "No, no, no, don't go, don't go." And he ran over. But it's things like that. It's, it, it's slightly. Well, it, it's not highbrow entertainment, but they they cover a lot of issues, and the characters were all they were they were characters that you cared about. Like you say, when when we found out that Kylie was leaving, then it was like, well, Charlene's only just got married to Scott. What's going to happen? They can't split <laughs> Scott and Charlene, and and there's just so many things, I, and you remember all of the characters and all of the silly things. Like I remember when Scott and Charlene got married. And I was sitting at home watching it on my own. I don't know where the rest of the family were, but I remember my brother, he came back from wherever he'd been. And I, w I was sitting there and I was glued to this wedding. And I didn't even realise, but I was crying because <laughs> it was such a, such a lovely thing. And he was like, are you crying at neighbours? And I was like, no, no. no. <laughs> but, you know, just, just silly things like that. And he does, although neither of us watch it now, I get regular updates from our, our friend Kevin Jones, who, uh, who does watch it. And the storylines that they have and the characters that they have are still just as much loved as they were back then. And it makes me wonder a little bit 
because um, there was a story a few weeks ago. They were talking about the the BBC and changes to the licence fee Mm. and also some changes to the ITV evening lineup. And there was a story that EastEnders, which is BBC One's UK-based, so I don't know why I explained that. For all our foreign listeners out there, yes. Um, There was a a story that EastEnders was under threat, and obviously it was only a rumour and nothing's ever come of it. But there was no outcry about that. People were just like, oh. People who watch EastEnders (laughs) are too depressed to care. Yeah. Televisual Valium, it's for it's t- TV to slit your wrists by. <laughs> there's a part of me that thinks it might be a stunt because there's nothing gets people to care about and watch something than it being, well, we're taking this away from you. Mm. It's like when Seabrook's <laughs> roast hedgehog flavour crisps were discontinuing those because there's no demand. But I love hedgehog flavour crisps. <laughs> Go out and buy a million packets. Success would con you into that. <laughs> Yeah, but it does seem quite serious this time because even the Australian network is saying, "Well, we're not filming beyond June if this is the case. So there's mm. just no point that, that nobody watches it in Australia. It's only the UK, so well, I suppose we'll have to put the entire cast out of work <laughs> if that's what's." <laughs> yeah, it would be nice if it was a stunt, or you maybe think that there's been some kind of background discussions with other channels and they were like, well, we'll think about picking it up. We'll just see how people react to the, <laughs> the news about Channel 5. Uh, but yeah, so far, everyone's been fairly quiet. I thought I would have thought it would be prime for, you know, like a, a BBC 3 or ITV 2 kind of thing. Well, BBC 3 would have been the logical mm. slot. It's, BBC 3 has just come back onto terrestrial, <laughs> uh, you know, broadcast as a, as a channel i mean moving that whatever possessed them to move bbc3 online only and the viewing figures dwindled to the tens because (laughs) if you want to watch television online you use iplayer you don't watch tv online it just doesn't happen yeah people only ever go online to catch up with stuff they've missed or videos they've shared so bbc3 would have been the logical choice Mm. uh like I said, I can't imagine it being that expensive comparatively a program compared to original programming. You're buying in a product that's already got an established fan base and it's a brand. Yeah. I know why it moved from the, the BBC to Channel 5 in the first place was because the Australian company that makes it basically said, there's no point in us making it over here anymore because nobody watches it in Australia. So and so they said to the BBC, you're basically going to have to pay to make it. Mm. We'll carry on making it, but you're going to have to cover all the costs. And it was just too expensive for the BBC. But then, it, you know... I, <laughs> Given some of the BBC's output recently, I'd rather they paid for Neighbours to be produced yep. halfway around the world, in fact, the other side of the world, but <laughs> then some of the dross they put out. We'll come on to this in a, in a, uh, a subsequent episode about the BBC, but Neighbours <laughs> itself. No, I'd like, I hope somebody somewhere saves it, and it's not some backwater channel, Yeah, you know, like ITV4 or something where... No one will watch no it. No one will watch yeah. it. I, I've never quite understood why. And it's always been the case that you've got... Originally, we had the four channels, uh, BBC mm. One, BBC Two, ITV and Channel Four. And things that were put on BBC Two and Channel Four, they were literally next door on the buttons. And yet, oh God, no one will watch it on BBC Two. It's <laughs> yeah. like, it's, you, no, it's too inaccessible. It's literally the next <laughs> channel. Well, what are you talking about? So logically, they should all be equally accessible, mm. but... 
on ITV4 or 3, it's just going to get buried and... Dave, if Dave picks it up, it might stand a chance because that's the sort of niche programming that yeah. it would appeal to. I, yeah, I can see it on Dave. Let's uh, write them a letter. Yes. <laughs> but God almighty, if Channel 5 are turning it... Yeah, well, we need to... More original programming we need to create. No, have you ever watched <sighs> any of Channel 5's original programs? I don't need to because whenever I turn it on, it's either... Adverts, whenever I land on Channel 5, it's adverts, or some dreadful, as you say, police chase video, mm. or um, we're going to repossess your sofa oh. because, you know, you, you've not kept up the repayments Positive on you. Porn. Oh. Is that what it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all that dreadful, cheap reality mm. TV that you could just spaff together by, yes, this is, this is what... Kevin filmed on his mobile phone while he was skateboarding down a, a cattle grid in a clown car. It's uh, <laughs> You can just about make out a blurred shape on the horizon. Oh, God, it's just, it's dredged up this week a load of nostalgia, though, about, about Neighbours from the 80s. Yeah. That, when did you stop watching it? It's hard to say. I watched it all the way through. I do remember we used to watch it when I was at uni. So, obviously, that was up until 2000. Because I do, I, I really as less as that. Yeah, is. yeah, and and then since then I've sort of dipped in and out. Really, the only reason why I don't watch it now is just because I don't have time. It's not something that Stuart would watch, so then I'd have to watch it when we weren't together, mm. and then there just isn't the time. I I, I just can't commit to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, Dave, if you do pick it up then I promise that I will start watching it. <laughs> you know, you've got one viewer. I think Dave's going to be tagged in this, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. If you put it on later, you know, it's 7 o'clock uh, whenever yeah. Dave starts broadcasting. I think that's not a bad time. Because Dave is quite popular. I, I watch quite a bit of Dave. Mm. QI's on it a lot, which I love. And have I got news for you? And most of the comedy things. Yeah, they do... Uh, um, Taskmaster as well. Do you know, I've never got into it. I've never, I've never watched it, but I, it's quite popular with the younguns. It is. The, well, it's been going years now. <laughs> yeah. um, Greg Davis presents it. I should lap this up because I think Greg Davis is ace. But <laughs> no, it's just I just can't get into it. But yes, anyway, so we better rate neighbours in feather boys. Well. I think, though, purely because of the the nostalgia, we all remember, uh, as I say, the you know like specific episodes. But you know the characters, and I'm sure if we watched it now, we would be you know it would take you what five episodes. Oh, and to like completely like any caught soap, up. Yeah. yeah, and there'd be just as many characters that you love and hate. And it's just, it was just good, easy to watch, nice TV. Yeah. And it would be a crying shame if it goes away, even though we don't actually watch it. Uh, I am going to give it five. <laughs> good grief. I'm not going to go quite as serious. I'm, I was, I thought I might be over-egging the pudding giving it four. I, I'm going to give it a four. Largely because it's a giant chunk of British TV, mm. even though it's not British. But it, it's been in the culture now for... 35 years, at least, 37 mm. coming up on, 85 it started. And it's just there. But it's it's one of, it's the light soap opera. Yeah. Even things like Corrie and, he, well, EastEnders has always been slit your wrists. <laughs> absolutely, you know, God, God almighty, where, where are the pills? <laughs> Coronation Street's gone a little bit serious. That Hilda and Stan, Bet Lynch, light touch, Terrace Street, 
kitchen sink thing. It's gone now. It's a little bit gritty. <clears throat> I know you've said that there's there's still the light touch peppered through it, but whenever I've looked at it or seen it, it's always a bit shouty and moany, and I don't like... I want less shouty and moany, and EastEnders uh, Neighbours has always been a bit light and airy. Mm. And whenever anything like dramatic or bad happened... It was a really, really big thing. It big wasn't event, just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> who's, you know, which, which serial killer, <laughs> which house is the serial killer living on this week? Uh, it's just, so yeah, it was. And, and you know, like, like we said, there was, um, I will stop talking about specific episodes at one point, but the woman who played Julie Martin. Oh, yeah. She was on, I think, BBC Breakfast this morning talking about it. They've dug up of all the characters they could have dug up. (laughs) But I really remember her final episode. She fell off a a balcony, a a murder murder mystery. mystery. Oh, I remember. What a brilliant episode that was. And it was like... And it was like a whodunit within a whodunit. And it it was silly, but also one of the main characters just got brutally murdered. And like you say, you don't get it in any other show. Oh, it's all, yeah, it is all coming back. I already remember one where there was this quadriplegic character who the actor fell out with the producers and just disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) He's just gone. Uh, He somehow left a note. Oh, God, it was just silly, but unreasonably entertaining so yes mm. but yeah it's uh it, it will be a sad loss if it does go and i, I feel sorry for all the actors because it was the starting block for quite a few big names mm. who are still around today notably the minogue herself yes yes sad times <laughs> we can't really do screening queens <laughs> just well we it. can do screening queens Because it is a DVD that I picked up. Uh, it was one of those five for a pound in a <laughs> play or something. Neighbours, Defining Moments. Contains two DVDs with over six hours of footage and the wedding is on there. <gasps> Daphne, Christina and Libby give birth. Friends who have passed away. Daphne, Todd, Jim, Helen and Madge. Oh, Todd. Um, <laughs> that was really sad. Well. <laughs> oh smacked God. by a van. <laughs> Weddings. Walk down memory lane when our favourite neighbours get married. Des and Daphne. Oh. Scott and Charlene. Oh. Madge and Harold. Oh. Beth and Brad. <gasps> Annalise and Mark. Or did they? <laughs> and Libby and Drew. Oh. Oh, God, I've not watched that in years. I might have to have a trip down memory lane myself. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, that's Neighbours Defining Moments. Buy it on DVD today. It's probably about one penny on Amazon. <laughs> Although it's probably gone up considerably <laughs> this week, so we'll try and get it quickly. So we'll wait and see what uh, what news comes, and we'll keep our fingers crossed. And uh, if it does stay with us, we promise to uh, to at least try to watch it a little bit more, rather than just being outraged that I'm it's been cancelled. But I think we will call it a day. Yes, we'll sign off, Cobber. <laughs> and yeah, we'll we'll see you next week. You little rippers. <laughs> What is a flaming galah? Absolutely no idea.
Nine Bob Note featured Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Title music was by Mark Scheiman, and the program was produced by Maverick Productions. For more information, please visit maverickproductionsuk.blogspot.com or find us on social media.